John Herica on SAFM. Into the final hour of Beyond the Headline we go. I'm John in for Eldrin. Good afternoon to you. Welcome to you. Thank you very much for joining us. We've got plenty calls and WhatsApps and messages to get through. We'll get through some of those now, I think. Uh, yeah, we got, <laughs> we got a few of those, so we'll get through those. Um, let's just go through Malaga. I just want to, uh, uh, yeah. Zama Zamas are aliens who have entered our country illegally and are illegally digging inside disused mines in South Africa, disrupting SA society, a thing they wouldn't dare in their own countries. The laws are there. The will to enforce them is absent in almost all spheres of South African society, says Malaga. Malaga? Malaga. Thank you very much for that. What, uh, it's, a, it's a text message, an SMS. It's a text message. Uh, where's my, that audio coming from? Strange. It's okay. Let's go to a couple of voice notes before we go to the phone. Are we not? Where are we going now? Uh, oh, we're going straight to the interview. Excellent. Because it's the interview. It's a Thursday, so we get to spend a little time on a topic. And today, we have focused on persons with disabilities. Why do they feel neglected sometimes? According to the World Bank, persons with disabilities are more likely to experience adverse socioeconomic outcomes, such as poorer health outcomes, lower levels of employment, and higher poverty rates. In South Africa, the public sector as a major employer and as custodian of policies promoting the empowerment of persons with disabilities is under particular obligation to ensure that employment of persons with disabilities is achieved. The focus is the 2% representation of persons with disabilities across all levels, but is that the case? 30 years into democracy, has our country done enough to attend to the needs of persons with disabilities? Let's find out more. We have two people on the line. Let's start with Magic Nkwashu, independent disability analyst and human rights activist. Uh, Magic, thank you very much for joining us. From what I understand, even that 2% of representation is low because, uh, was it, 15% of the world's population identify as a person with a disability. Indeed. And uh, good afternoon, John, and to the listeners. And if you translate it to the South African population, Mm. you can say 15% of the 62 million uh, South Africans are people with disabilities. So I must say that uh, since the dawn of our democracy, we have moved 30 steps back when it comes to issues of people with disabilities. The inequality is huge, the poverty levels, and uh, even the the lack of employment. You you have just mentioned the 2% target. The employment equity report has indicated, uh, I think around April, that the employment of people with disabilities is less than two percent that is in both the public and the private sector yet the target has been increased it's now seven percent john that's how our government is failing uh, people with disabilities you say 30 steps back so how have things changed in the last 30 years uh, we've got one of the beautiful legislation from our constitution, chapter two, Bill of Rights, talks about uh, people with disabilities. We've got, uh, we've had the integrated national disability strategy, which was uh, based in the office of the deputy president, then uh, Tabombeki from 1997. And uh, later now, around 2015, we, we 
we've got the white paper on the rights of persons with disabilities and we are also a signatory when it comes to the UN Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities as well as its optional protocol but yet the rights of persons with disabilities continue to be violated by both government as well as the private sector. You have talked about the issues of socio-economic rights. Uh, people with disabilities are left behind uh, in everything uh, which uh, is happening in our country. When you talk about the high unemployment rate in the country generally, it, it, the situation is worse when it comes to mm. those with disabilities. Besides employment, uh, besides employment, what about the facilities? That's that's always an issue. I mean, I'm here on the sixth floor of the SABC. I work with people with disabilities, and when there's load shedding, there's only steps. So, how's what's the situation there? Indeed, the inaccessibility remains a serious issue, particularly when it comes to public buildings, uh, which uh, even our own government occupies. Even the buildings that are being built as we speak now, people still fail to follow uh, the right measurements. And uh, when you talk about the issue of transport, particularly, mm. which is supposed mm. to, to move people around, it, 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 it's a dismal uh, uh, failure when it, it, it comes to our National uh, Department of Transport. Currently, as I speak to you, John, there is a case which uh, one organization has taken to the Equality Court using Pepuda uh, around the lack of accessibility of uh, transport uh, for people with disabilities. A transport users group has taken uh, the city of Ekuruleni, city of Johannesburg, um, Chani municipality, as well as the National Department of Transport and the Gauteng Department of Transport. The matter now has been uh, taken to the South African Human Rights Commission who will be um, tackling this issue through an inquiry on the 20th of November. Imagine 30 years into our democracy, uh, people with disabilities are still struggling. All modes of transport, whether you talk about road, rail, or even uh, travel, uh, it's still a serious challenge. Mm. Uh, okay, dire picture, uh, okay. Magic, and dire. I'm sure we'll catch up with you again. If you have a comment on what Magic has said so far, give us a call, 086-000-2032. You can also leave a voice note on 0614-104-107. Let's see what is being done. Uh, Benny Padime is the Director, Advocacy and Mainstreaming Rights of Persons with Disabilities at the Department of Women, Youth and Persons with Disabilities. Uh, Benny, thank you very much for joining us. Not a pretty picture that your department is doing. Good afternoon, John, and... Uh Look, I think Magic is painting a big picture, um, and I tend to disagree with him to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. there, there have been strides that have been made by government. If, you can, I mean, if I can tell you, I started this process in 1997 myself, actually 96 to be specific. Mm -hmm. And at that time, we actually dealt with the Integrated National Disability Strategy as an approach of saying it's a mandate document, okay? So then we moved on to implementation plans, and currently we have the white paper on the rights of persons with disabilities, which is which has an implementation matrix. It's probably the best policy on disability in Africa, right? To this extent, 
So, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Benny, I want to understand. When, yes. You started that in 96? 96. And you only have a white paper now? No, no, no. We had the Integrated National Disability Strategy yeah. in 1997. Okay. So why has nothing been done? Which was a mandate document. Okay. And because we're setting up structures and systems in government to ensure that persons with disabilities are able to, to, be, to be included. And in 1998, when we started, we actually started right away with the employment of persons with disabilities because we thought this, this is the biggest part. Yeah. And education. Okay. So those, those were the two, because already health and social development or welfare at that time had programs that already were being implemented. And we don't say that persons with disabilities don't need medical care. They do. And and we don't say that they not you know they don't need welfare services. They do. But I think what we did at the time, actually, what I did was to make sure that we shift from the the the, 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 the medical model to the social model. All right, which is a human rights and a developmental perspective. You can see that it's a world change. Basically, we we initiated that whole pro- process as South Africa. So I'm saying to you, we've got policies in place okay we've got laws in place we're actually working and i'll talk to you about it at the end of the program towards the end we're working towards a disability act which is coming up very soon <laughs> now because the problem is if you don't enforce yes yes if you don't have an enforcement mechanism there is a, a, a process of, of of non-compliance by government officials okay and, and business, the private uh, sector and so forth. So we, we, we get into a point of enforcement. Now, currently, I can tell you, there are laws that are currently protecting persons with disabilities, right? They are right, rights, okay? If you look at the legal aspects from the health perspective, there are protections for persons with disabilities. Social assistance, it's there. Sense of employment, it's there. If you, if you look at all the the Act, Basic Conditions of Employment Act, Employment Equity Act, Labor Relations Act, all of those have disability uh, Benny, considerations. Benny, all, all this sounds wonderful, but why is Magic, when I ask Magic, have things changed in 30 years, he says no. You've put all these things in place. Why is Benny still suffering today, 30 years, or, or if you started in 1996, can't do the maths in my head very quickly, that's 27 years. Mm, more or less. It's even more than that. Because I started yeah. Why, why is he feeling like they've gone 30 right, steps let's, backwards? Let's put it this way. You know, John, Magic is making a political statement. I'm talking to you about policy matters and implementation. Magic, Ma- Magic are you making a political statement? I think so. Not at, not, not at, not at all, John. Uh, if we have to talk practically, the very minister, Nkosa Zanadlamini Zuma, she complained that they don't even have a budget for disability. The budget that was given to her, remember she has just joined the department in March. Uh, she's left with 70 million. Uh, nothing is mentioned uh, about disability on how the other uh, billions have been spent. Okay. But uh, a chunk of the budget has been taken to gender issues. It has been taken to uh, to youth issues. So, I mean, how do you implement without a budget? All right, Benny, I'm going to give you more All time right. to respond. Yeah. Look, John, government implements according to how the Minister of uh, Finance allocates budgets for all the departments. 
Now, if you centralize a specific budget in one department, then you, you are compromising implementation. The, the, the bigger chunk of the budget is in the departments who are supposed to implement the programs. Hence, when we talk to the Presidential Working Group on Disability, we, we, are, we are very straightforward with it, that the chunk of the money lies in departments. Yes, the departments operate with a limited budget, but the Minister of, of Finance does it for a reason because he knows very well that the chunk of the money will be in the departments, which is, which is uh, where implementation takes place. Remember, John, the Department of Women, Youth, and Persons with Disabilities does not implement, okay? It does work on policy, legislation, and so forth. But where projects are necessary to implement on disability, women, and youth, uh, the department comes in and partners with the rest of the departments. The billions that Magic is talking about are in the departments, and those departments must take responsibility of implementation. And I'll tell you why. The court judgments that have come out have actually directed different departments to implement based on their finances and plans. And all of them must report back to the courts in terms of implementation. Our department does the work of monitoring that implementation and guiding government to implement. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, all right. So I'm trying- I, I, okay, I, I, I think we're getting where we want to go to, Benny, but I've got a couple of issues that I'm going to raise with you in a minute. Uh, no problem. We're just going to take a quick ad break. Benny Padime is the director Advocacy and Mainstreaming Rights of Persons with Disabilities at the Department of Women, Youth and Persons with Disabilities. And Magic Nkwashu is an independent disability analyst and human rights activist. We're going to continue this conversation after this. Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Don Gerica on SAFM. Why do persons with disabilities feel neglected? Give us a call, 086-000-2032, or you can send us a voice note on 0614-104-107. Benny Padime is the Director, Advocacy and Mainstreaming Rights of Persons with Disabilities at the Department of Women, Youth and Persons with Disabilities. Magic, we'll come to you in a minute, but I just want to stick with Benny. Benny, I drive through Melville Every day to come into work, seven days a week. And there's a lovely new infrastructure they're building there. They're building pavements and things. Uh, But let me tell you, traffic lights don't work. There's no buttons with beeps for any blind people. Wheelchairs, almost impossible to fit through the bollards. Then I drive where all the student reses are, which are going to UJ. There's no sidewalk. Not only do the students have to walk there, but anybody, if you're in a wheelchair or crutches, you've got to be in the middle of the road, which is potholed and all those kind of things. Where do we put the blame for the lack of facilities for people with disabilities just in a brand new, something that's been built in the last two years? Don, let me take you back to the Hrubron case. Uh, Please refer to it if you can. In that judgment, it's very clear that the state must take reasonable and necessary measures within its available resources to ensure that implementation takes place for vulnerable groups. Now, the state must take responsibility, mm-hmm. okay? Yep. Therefore, therefore, I'm saying to you, we are working with, for instance, the Council for the Built Environment, we're working with the municipalities, we're working with the National Department of Transport, very soon we'll have a summit uh, where we're going to discuss the, the very issue that Magic is raising. 
and I'm interacting directly with, you know, different uh, areas in, you know, within transport itself, public transport, freight, road, um, uh, you know, aviation, all of that. We had a round table where we, we had a discussion to say, this is the direction you must take. Remember, John, you know, if, if you are going to stop guiding uh, officials in government, they will not actually know what to do and how to do it. Now, we do that guidance. Where there is a problem, then we, we, we properly deal with the matter from either uh, recommending constitutional changes like we've done with the South African Sign Language mm-hmm. in, in South Africa, or we recommend uh, that the department should put regulations, you know, a specific department must put regulations that are enforceable, or we ensure that the, all the court judgments that are out there uh, must be must be enforced. For instance, let me tell you, the, the copyright uh, 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 bill. The whole books thing, that, yeah. Yeah. All right, Benny, I, I kind of feel, it, from, from what I'm hearing from you, it sounds as if what you're doing is right. But I think, and if I go, I'm going to go to an anonymous call in a minute, and Magic, just agree or disagree with me. It's all very well having these policies and laws and mandates and strategies, yeah. but on the ground, people are not feeling those changes. 2% of, the, uh, of people with disabilities are not employed or, or uh, are employed. 2%, okay. uh, it should be 15. There, there are no sidewalks. There are no things. My question to you is, it's, it's hmm. all very well you doing your job. Who's not doing their job? What I'm saying to you, John, is we are guiding officials. Benny, who's not, who's not doing their job, Benny? No, wait. Let, I, I just wanted to, to, to come to you proper so that I give you a direct answer. We ensure that government officials are given tools to implement, right? Now, Parliament has an oversight role over the, 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 the whole work. What we need to do is to deal with the paradigm shift and how officials in government implement these types of policies. You understand what I'm saying? So that's why we are looking at those three options. Policy, enforcement, existing new laws to be, uh, to, to be, I mean, existing laws to be amended, and the new laws to be introduced, and then overarching act, which would actually put enforcement on the table so that any official who does not comply, yeah. obviously, yeah. they've broken the law. They, yes. Then the, the uh, law deals that, with them directly. I want to know who they are, Benny. You've told me lovely things, and they sound wonderful. Let's talk to some feet on the ground. Anonymous in Eastern Cape. Hi, what's your experience? Good morning. Good day, Mr. Harikan. I'm also a citizen who also lives with disability. You know, uh, Mr. Harris, I fully agree with you, sir. You might not have a disability, but you do have empathy for us as ordinary citizens who have disabilities. Now, it's, it's, it's easy for Mr. Fatima to, 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 for his speeches, you know, that he is presenting. On, on, on the radio, but in this one referring to their policies, government policies and strategies and money, they are not meeting it. What about that, that people on the ground who are not even being neglected? You know, I go to tertiary institutions in the Eastern Cape where I am. They are not they are neglecting us. They do not they do not even take us. We have to go to different provinces. I myself I had to go to KZN in 2018 uh, to do transport and education program. I was not taken in the province. You go to employment uh, sector, as you say, take it, Mr. Harika. 
under low levels of employment, under two percent, right. below two percent level of employment. Okay, anonymous. You know? We're, we're running out of time, but I think your, your message has been well, well made. Magic, I want to give you the last word. Benny, I just want you to answer to that. As director, are you making notes here from people and from me uh, that, are, that are saying things are not working on the ground? It's all very well having things up in Parliament and having these discussions and bosporats and talk shops. We need people with disabilities need A, jobs. They need the health care that Magic was talking about, and they need social support. Here's the point. The issue is implementation, implementation, implementation. Yes. And that's what we are now enforcing. We are moving towards that direction because we feel also, remember John, we sit between government and uh, persons with disabilities. It's our responsibility to ensure that these officials who are working within government are able to implement. Just to address your, your quick question around the employment, uh, just recently, cabinet has approved that uh, the 2% must go to 3%, between 24 25, mm. 4% within the next year, up to 2030 to 7%. So that has been approved by cabinet. The president has made sure that all ministers understand that very clearly. So we, we are moving towards the right direction. The only difficulty, yes, I agree with you, it's implementation. And it's our responsibility to ensure that the officials that are working in government mm. do that work. And we are doing that. So, so we're ensuring that departments must now take direct responsibility ensure that they implement okay. these policies. All right, yes, I'm going to let you go. Bedi Padima is the Director, Advocacy and Mainstream Rights, uh, Mainstreaming Rights of Persons with Disabilities at the Department of Women, Youth and Persons with Disabilities. Magic Nkwashu is an independent disability analyst and human rights activist. Hearing everything that Benny said, uh, are these steps in the right direction? Not at all, uh, John. Uh, people with disability cannot uh, eat policy. Uh, they need uh, tangible things. Uh, there's been a lot of talks in the past 30 years. So it's about time that the people with disabilities stand uh, by themselves because even organizations representing people with disabilities are failing in this regard to hold uh, government uh, as well as the private sector uh, into some responsibility. So people with disability need to start using the Equality Court, PEPUDA in particular, so that their rights can be uh, observed. I think that is it is that time now that uh, they need to start taking cases like the case that I've just uh, given mm. an example around transport. So we need to start uh, making sure that uh, all our rights that has been violated are taken care of by the courts. Yeah, and making noises when construction things aren't working. Get some people out there and protest. Make a noise. Indeed, indeed, indeed. You are right, John. Um, and uh, nothing about us without us. Uh, it should be a reality. It shouldn't be just yeah. a slogan. All right, Magic Nkwashi, thank you very much. Independent disability analyst and human rights activist.